Hello, happy new year, and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris, back with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Like I said, happy new year. We're starting the year off right with an episode the first week of the year. Um, recording it a day later because I was not feeling great yesterday. But we have so, so much to get into. So let's go right into the start with. Um, media a media executive predicts. <coughs> excuse me, no movie will surpass one billion dollar box office in twenty twenty four. Makes kind of sense because Deadpool is not um, mass appeal. Um, it will be rated R, so you can't take kids to it. Really, if you mean I mean if you're most parents won't take their kids to it. Um, and there's not really anything Marvel related that's going to be massive and usually it's the superhero stuff that you know goes crazy but everything we get coming next year is mostly on streaming so yeah you know that's not a hard i mean that's not that's not a hard statement to make really for me right well and it's crazy too so it was done by cnbc's alex sherman's on roundup of 2024 predictions or whatnot. So Mm -hmm. in 2023, there was only two movies that surpassed $1 billion. Can you guess what they were? Extremely popular movies. And one of them got close. Barbie and Super Mario. Okay, yes, yes. Only films that surpassed $1 billion. And can you guess the, the third one that almost was 500 million, I mean, a 50 million short. Oppenheimer? Yeah, Oppenheimer, Opp- Oppenheimer okay. reached 950 million. So he thinks that the only one that'll come close or stands a chance is Despicable Four. I mean, a Despicable Me Four. Um, on that he says, but nothing else really huh, will uh, will do it. So and then it and then so that was for that. And then of course I got a little Disney thing. Um, rough couple years. The last Disney owned film to surpass one billion was Avatar The Way of Water, which is 2.32, but obviously because they were waiting for that one for so long. Um, right, that had so much hype behind it. I mean, if it didn't reach that, I'd be surprised. Right, exactly. So um, so then you have for Disney is, you know, the theater release of Soul, Turning Red, and Luca, which were, you know, in Disney... Which they probably Disney won't. Plus. They probably won't count that. Yeah. Um. And then the other ones, the brand new films, is Inside Out two, Deadpool three, um, <laughs> an untitled animation film, a uh, Walt Disney Animation Studio, in the end of the year, November, in the end of November, and Mufasa: The Lion King, December twentieth. Um, and then for twelve, I forgot Twenty Century Fox. They're thinking, um. First Omen, Kingdom of Planet of the Apes, Alien Romulus, The Amateur, and then Avatar 3, 4, and 5 are scheduled to release 25, 29, and 31, respectively. It so. is kind of crazy at how much they're um, putting out ahead and in, like, in advance. Like Some mm-hmm. of the stuff I've seen commercials for, like the Planet of the Apes one, I've seen like so much stuff about it. Um, but then there's other ones where you're kind of like... Um, like what you know what i mean right you're kind of wondering like 
I mean, I don't know. Like you, it's weird to me because you always see like they're trying to push movies, they're trying to get people to watch them, they're trying to advertise them, and they haven't been doing great. Like the Barbenheimer whole phenomenon is probably the last time I've seen like postings for a movie like that. Yeah, something really because Super Mario kind of came out of the. They weren't expecting it to do that well. Um, and obviously the song in it, they weren't expecting that to do that well either. So, yeah, we'll see. It'll be I'll be curious to see, um, you know, Inside Out 2. That looks looks pretty good. But the other thing is, is. Is it too far removed from the first one? Right. Is it too far removed? Because um, that's the problem with the Disney and the Pixar stuff is it either needs to be super far removed for the nostalgia yep. purposes for the people that were younger when it came out the first time. Yep. Or it needs to be fairly recent. Fairly soon uh, after. Yeah. Like when they finish filming the first one, they're already filming the second one. So when the first one is done with post-production and everything and release, that they're just wrapping up filming on you know, on the falling one. one. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is too, is, and we've seen it multiple times before. Um, so don't come after me is on what the reviews are going to be like for inside out too. And um, if they're going to have any ties to certain cultural things that are going on recently, and you're not going to have that demographics go and see it. Um, and may even get more of a backlash on it. Now, whether they want to do it or what, I mean, you could have your own beliefs and everything on that. <clears throat> but, you know, with the with what uh, Disney has done recently in their movies, whether it's right, wrong or indifferent, I could care less. Um, but it's not going to appeal to right. the masses. Right. That's the I think that's the problem is, is. Ever since that person said that they were going to try and put as many gay characters into Pixar stuff as possible, like, I, I don't mind that statement, but it's kind of broad. And the problem people have is they're like, well, I don't want that in my movie. Well, okay, don't go see it. That's fine. But I think the problem people have started happy, having now is, is you have to make a choice. And the choice is yours. Whether you want to see it, whether you don't want to see it. Right. Just do or you if can. you... Or if you wait for it to come out on Disney Plus or on video on demand or whatnot and choose to fast forward through that part or skip that part. Because there's websites that will tell you, hey, um, and I can't remember. I'm sure there's multiple of them. But if you don't want to see this in this movie or this and that movie, whatever it is, here's the time frames that are that it will be on the movie. So, you know, you could just skip over it or not not watch it at all that's whatever whatever you want to do yeah and, and that's and, and that's what's going to happen and and, and the and, company and, just yeah. has to deal with it yeah and, and look if you want to push an agenda one way or another we're not picking a side there are repercussions so right yeah exactly yeah. <coughs> have have at it but you will have to deal with the consequences that come from that i have heard that the inside out 2 is not going that direction and it it's doesn't dealing, look like it, yeah. It, it's dealing more with um, the kid from the first one being older and dealing with other emotions. So we'll right. see. Yep. Um, the next thing is something that's happening across the board for multiple different uh, venues. 
Um, Spectrum TV select customers can now access ad-supported Disney+. Plus. Um, this is becoming more and more popular with, like, AT&T customers get Max for free. Um, yep. They are limiting what you can get for free. So I'll stick with my 1,000-pound sisters that I've been watching because I don't have to watch any ads or anything like that. Um, and then I, I believe... Oh, as in what, what shows you get to see ad-free? Correct. Um, okay. Okay. So gotcha. I, I believe Makes most sense. of most of like the TLC stuff is not any ads. Most of the HGTV stuff is no ads. Um, I believe they're limiting access to certain things. Like they, I think they might take away Magnolia Network. Um, I'm not sure yet. I haven't double checked that kind of stuff. Um, but they do have like, um, you know, Max has the ability to buy extra little add-ons for different things through them. Um, but then you also you get like Verizon, you get Disney Plus for free. And there's like so many ones, you know, it was only a matter of time before Spectrum did this because they're pushing their phone plans, which for those that don't know is a scam. Their phone plans are a scam because they may take your bill to half of what you currently have, but they have a third of the data availability. So basically you run out of data and you don't have anything to run your phone off of. So basically you slow down. They say, oh, well, we work off the Verizon network. So anywhere that has, you know, satellites, whatever, internet, Wi-Fi, you automatically connect, whatever. But this is a good gimmick to get people to sign up for Spectrum TV because you could cancel Disney Plus. Because look, look at the thing. It is a weird thing. Since I've started cutting certain things out, I got rid of Hulu. I don't mind ads. The new YouTube ad situation is insane. I'm sure Tim sees it. If his kid watches regular YouTube, the ad situation's insane. Dude, it literally, they changed the thing before. It would say you could skip in five seconds. Yeah. Now they'll have a thing where it's like, this is a longer ad, so you have to watch less during it. And it's like a 34-second ad, and you can see it ticking down, and you're like, dude, this is a long ad. But because of that, I've been like, oh, you know what? On the next commercial, I'm going to get up and do something. So when we watch Peacock, I have Peacock with 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 ads. I don't mind it at all. I just keep watching right. it. No big deal. Well, and the ads are like like you said, thirty seconds long, and that's a long ad. Where growing up, and when you have commercials, they're minutes long, two and a half, three minutes long. Because you got to think, most programs now are twenty two to twenty four minutes. That means they have twenty two to twenty five. Yep. So they have six to eight minutes for commercials. So you figure they do one after like the first 10 minutes and then they'll do one probably seven minutes after that. And then they do one for the last like three minutes of the show. Yep. (coughs) So you're looking at eight minutes of commercials and three breaks. It's a lot. So I've just accepted it. I'm like, Oh, you know what? It's, it's easy. Especially because Peacock tells you how much time you have left there. Most of them are 90 seconds on Peacock. So you're running to go to the bathroom, running to do stuff. By the time you come back, you're like, man, you know. And I just saw a TikTok with this girl who her dad's explaining to her how if you watch the show, you had to be sitting down on your couch by a specific time. And she's like, oh, you couldn't just pause the TV. He goes, this is before any of that. You had to sit there. And then if you missed an episode, you'd have to wait until the summertime and hope that it ran a rerun on the one that you missed. And then if it ended on a cliffhanger, that's all you got. That's all you got. Yep. So it's it, 
these new ad supported things, I think it's, it's a smart way to go. Netflix is still making me mad because it's so expensive. And it's just like, I don't understand. And what's dumb is the highest plan to the lowest plan is only a $3 difference. Right. Yeah. They've really crunched that, um, that the median range on that. I mean, I remember when it was three DVDs for $7.99 and now it's almost yep. 16 bucks for Netflix. And no DVDs. No DVDs. Yep. I own a Netflix DVD because I lost it and they charged me for it. So and then you found it. Yeah, it was Gamer. I think it was called. I think it's the one I got is Gamer. Um, but this is a good idea because, like, if you want to, like, Spectrum TV, I had a free trial of it. It was awesome. It is, it, honestly, for 60 bucks a month, you get quite a bit. And what I liked about Spectrum TV Select is you could actually select certain things. So let's say, for instance, Tim, Tim's wife loves HGTV stuff, and he has AT&T, so they get Max for free. Well, he could get Spectrum TV Select, and I believe you could eliminate those channels and just get uh, more more sports channels or more of this to compensate for not wanting that kind of stuff. For not having that, yeah. Right, because trust me, my son is devastated. My in-laws no longer have the Game Show Network on DirecTV because he loves Family <laughs> Feud. And so just watch it on I'm sure you find it on YouTube or something like that. Our LG TV has the Family Feud channel that plays the best ofs, and it's hilarious because oh. it's literally when people make stupid comments, or and what it is, it is weird. I don't know how they do it. LG has their own like digital network that mm-hmm. pulls it in from like the internet. And it's like it's set channels, so I can watch some live sports and I can right. watch certain things, not like football but like you know rugby and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. but you know there's channel they have a fail army channel which is like literally just the youtube channel playing on a non-stop loop yeah same with the family feud one and there's like a there's a uh, like a court one where it's all these court shows it's non-stop all day long Dude, i'm telling you that's if you had i don't know how you'd be able to do it but something like that like you said a channel that's like fail army or but something that you could cater like this is my yes. channel yes. and it has uh, you know like sports bloopers and you know america's funniest home videos people getting hit in the groin or you know something like that and it just pulls everything to it because with ai and everything too and these different um uh ways that they could you know pull things and differentiate things to it, you know, mm-hmm. categories, everything's got in a category or something is doing it on that. And it would just go through and grab these and, you know, shoot, let's, and you could have it update every two days, three days, you know, once a week yep. and it pulls new content in where you could sit down. Oh, today's Wednesday. Oh, new stuff's coming in. Boom, put it on. And it's newer videos that have come out. I mean, yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure we're close to that because YouTube does oh, yeah. have that has that function now. Where um, my son loves this person, this this family. Um, the dad actually used to be a pro skateboarder and BMX rider, snowboarder. His name is Sean Duras, and he has his daughter who's A for Adley, and they live in Utah and they have like adventures. And mm-hmm. um, you could go to the top of the YouTube channel and say play um but basically it's like a best of oh yeah 
and then you can say even separate them into different sections and like the cool part i do like about youtube right now is i watch a lot of car crash videos i watch a lot of bondi beach and while they're the top of my favorites the suggestions are always something similar so yeah like you said i think we're close and i think the next step would be basically you creating almost like a favorites type thing and then they automatically yeah. aggregate the stuff for you to watch and then yeah. you could say hey i like this hey i don't like that yep yep no exactly i mean we're close we're close i mean it's people. just like it's just like pandora with songs or anything with songs thumbs up thumbs true. down true um next we're gonna go into i'm excited for this uh donald glover aka childish gambino which he got from um the Wu-Tang name generator um, has confirmed that he will be releasing a new album in 2024. Uh, amazing actor, amazing artist. Um, I'm looking forward to that album. Um, we also got this. So it's been this weird thing lately. Um, it, so all these Star Wars actors, they've been coming out and saying, <coughs> excuse me, like, hey, would you want to act again in Star Wars? And like Daisy Ridley, obviously, she's going to be in a new one. Um, John Boyega was like, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but I would come back. Adam Driver is flat out said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not, you know, I'm not coming back. So, so he's done playing Kylo Ren. Everyone says that. Harrison Ford said it. Obviously, he came back so that he could be... Um, murdered basically pretty much that's what he basically I, the rumor is, is that's what he told everyone involved was he'll come back if they make sure they kill him in the first one completely so, kill him off yeah i mean especially even after you go through he, he hurt his arm he broke his shoulder i think it was no he broke his leg remember his and he leg still doing it, it with that crutch peg leg type thing yes so yeah uh, this one is not a shocker the mandalorian tops most watched original streaming shows in 2023 i think that's a little skewed because we came off of the big break from not having it we also had it leading into ahsoka so you had all this stuff mixed in and so a lot of people went back and re-watched the mandalorian before they watched ahsoka so while i do love the mandalorian and i love ahsoka i think the numbers are a little bit skewed on that one Right, and it beat out um, Loki, is who who got. Uh, yeah, and Loki, Loki. That's surprising because Mandalorian came out beginning of the year, and Loki finished the year out. So Loki had so much less time and still got second. Right, exactly. Which makes me think it'll be in the top ten this year as well. Right, and I'm trying to see. It says top ten, but it doesn't like list them <laughs> so i was seeing if i could beat out loki came in number two yeah loki air uh season two aired from october 5th to november 9th yep um uh, apple's tv ted lasso which came at the end of the year is number three. Oh, here it is followed by netflix u at four um disney streamer hulu's only murders in the building was five netflix black mirror was six secret invasion was seven 
the entire miniseries. Oh, wait, Secret Invasion number seven. I mean, that's surprising because how bad the reviews were for it. Well, it doesn't say. Oh, okay. Um, number eight was Netflix The Witcher. Number nine was Star Wars Ahsoka. And then FX and Hulu's The Bear was number 10. Which so the, rank, bear, the bear makes sense. Yeah, rankings were determined by a streaming series with the greatest share of viewers from January 1 to November 30th. So, oh, November 30th. So that did, hurt. That did hurt Loki. Because I know a lot of people probably Christmas break probably binged the crap out of it. So, right. Yeah. Um, well, you know. Good luck next year to everyone that uh, streams. I am looking forward to it. <coughs> One thing you won't notice, Netflix is not anywhere on there because they don't release any of their numbers. No, Netflix is on there. Um, oh. It had it had two of them on there. Oh, um, things probably. The Witcher. The, oh, The Witcher. And, I can never remember uh, which ones are on what anymore. Yeah, Netflix uh, was The Witcher and that's it. Okay. Which I know they, I believe they released the data on that one once that people got mad about um, Henry Cavill leaving. So that's what it is. Um, Next, in space, no one can hear you giggle. Disney is going to release an alien little golden book. It looks hilarious. It looks cute. Um, I don't think they're going for a horror angle because the alien doesn't look evil. It just looks like a cute little alien. So yeah. um, Yeah. Well, um, and it's it's an ABC book, right? So, yeah, A is for Alien and ABC book. So, yes. yep. I'll have to get that one. Uh, this one is super awesome. Um, Marvel's Echo on Hulu will have a Choctaw language dub. I do believe the character in the comics was Native American, and I want to say the main character in this one she is part native american i believe the actual actress um because i know they talked about a bunch of stuff um i can't remember if he's native american or native uh mexican because i know there's there is a difference um let me look up echo alacqua cox no i don't want to make her my favorite well, it says says native. Well, it says Native American actress Alaka Quox says. Yep. Uh, That's as I Maya yep. Lopez, a member of the Choctaw Nation. Yes. Yep. Or Choctaw so, Nation. I can't remember what it was. She, there was like a documentary or something about it where I saw that she was. So. Oh yeah. So it says the Echo Team Creative, uh, the Echo Creative Team worked closely with the. Choctaw Nation on the series and we'll be releasing a Choctaw language dub of the five episodes. That's pretty awesome. There's only five episodes? That's what it says. Jesus. They want this that show to fail so bad. Man. <laughs> um, Universal takes top spot at the box office for 2023, unseating Disney as reigning champ seven years running. It is not it's not <coughs> shocking because, I mean, what do they have? Wish? That's it? Um, yeah. 
They really didn't have that. Universal that got lucky and they had Mario Brothers. They had the Mario Brothers movie. I mean, right. it's a hit. It's a hit. And what's funny is when it's a kid's movie and it does have like controversy such as, you know, um, uh, Chris Pratt not doing the Italian voice, <coughs> it brings right. people in. People want to see it just for that reason. So, yeah, Universal. Universal's hires higher high earning was Oppenheimer, Megan, and Super Mario uh, Brothers movie. Between those three, four point nine oh seven billion dollars. That's so crazy. So, um, but Disney they barely beat Disney. Disney, um, so Universal four point nine oh seven. Uh, Disney 4.827. So not that not that much of a difference there, which no. is still considering, like you said, considering the year that they had. Um, That's true. And it said that they released more films. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was the highest film of the oh, year. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I forgot I forgot about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, so yeah, 358.9 and then the Little Mermaid um 290 298.1 Avatar Way of Water. Those were their ones in the top 10 this year. Barbie was Warner, um Super Mario was Universal. Spider-Man was Sony, Oppenheimer Universal. Uh, oh, I forgot Ant-Man on the Wasp was Walt Disney. That one did horrible. Uh, eighth of the eight on the year. Uh, these were domestic. Yeah. Domestically. So it did eight. It was uh, eighth. <coughs> oh, Sound yeah. of Freedom made top ten, the tenth. Nice. Kind of a little sneaker one in there. So. There you go. So considering that Disney had domestically one, two, three, four, so almost half of them, 40% were Disney films in the top 10. And Universal had two. No, yeah, two. Mm. Um, So there you go. Next, this one's this one's. Funny. So Steamboat Willie has entered the public domain. Um, we knew this was coming. We warned you about it last week. Um, it It's not. Um... Well, and last is either last year or the year before Winnie the Pooh came into public domain. Right. And so here's the thing, though. So the, the thing is, is if you notice, people are saying, oh, this is free range. No, 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 no. You can use the Steamboat Willie character itself. But you can't make any money selling merchandise or anything like that because that is actually still property of the company. So did Walt Disney World still has that trademark? The yeah, copyright, you can use the likeness of it. Yes, That's the it. copyright has, has be, expired. Yeah, and it has to be the Steamboat Willie one. You can't go out and make one with just the normal Mickey that you see. No, and I, it included um, what was Pete's name originally? Can't remember his name originally. It includes him uh, and any of the characters. Yeah, I always just called him Steamboat Pete, but that's not his. So, and on the heels of that, there a horror a horror video game has already released the first images for the for him, which people have been making this probably the past three years in preparation. Oh yeah, they knew it was 
right coming out there's there's gonna be a horror movie and third parties are now selling mickey mouse nfts after in your public domain the crazy part is is they just announced on the first (coughs) about that video game it was called uh infested infestation infestation 88 and it was set in the 1980s with the year 1988 simply being chosen due to symmetrical design but the problem is is the number 88 is the normally associated with the nazis and it says that um they're changing the name to infestation origins so um yeah well and i think on that one you're trying to kill mickey mouse Yes, Mickey is the bad guy. I think Mickey is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Yep. So, uh, and like I said, that's why. And it was funny they had you know a thing on the news, and okay, that just came off, and I was like, oh my gosh, Disney lost Mickey Mouse. No, they didn't. It's you know obviously these titles are to get you to click or tune in or whatnot. Yep. So I happened to be there and I'm like, oh, watch, let's see what they have to say because I knew what was going on. They said, oh yeah, you know they lost Steamboat Willie. Um, they actually should have lost it, you know, years ago, but they kept getting like injunctions or whatnot or not injunctions extensions on yes. it, and yes. they finally said on the last extension, they're like, this is it, this is done. So December 31st, 2023, it was done. So January 1, it's, hey, here you go. Like I said, so I Winnie the Pooh came out. Um, what was it, Blood and Honey, that movie came out, and you yep. just let it look like Winnie the Pooh. That was a reason for it. And I guess the ones that are, um, there was some other ones coming up, like next year, or like within the next couple of years, kind of bigger ones as as well i mean not as yep. big as like no mickey, and i think quote I unquote think, mickey mouse but and we'll, we'll both be we'll both be dead before the next one expires that's a big character um and the big thing is i think um what they do now is they make small tweaks to mickey over the years so he's slowly changed so Evolves, even, yeah. every year the trademark gets a year later so every time they change him they still own the outright familiar face of the current Mickey Mouse. Um, and like I said, you can't just go throw Steamboat Willies on the hats and start selling them. That's not the way this works. Yeah. You could just use his likeness in cartoons and other things like that. And what's crazy to me is if you ever look at what Mickey Mouse looked like in like the early 90s to what he looks like in the 2010s to now – there's three huge steps where he looks completely different. So it's important you don't go out there and, you know, it's not as as exciting as it may seem. Yeah. But I will, I will say I do, um, I do think it's kind of cool, you know, to see what someone does with it. Cause, oh, yeah. You know, Right, exactly. So uh, here, just really quick, what I put what popular characters are in public domain in the upcoming years. So in the next decade, early versions of franchise leading characters such as Superman, Batman, Donald Duck, The Hobbit and James Bond are all headed to public domain. But like I said, early versions of it. Right. Which James Bond, um, because it's a act, it's a writing of liter, it's literature. I believe you can't even use them in a film or show without getting prior authorization from the Broccoli family. 
So that's a tough one. That'll be interesting to see, though. Right. Yeah. So yes. What is? Yeah. There's a nice little list. James Bond is 2034. So next year's Pluto. Donald Duck in 2029. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they do with that. Um, Lastly, we have two Disney figures who have passed. Um, Anna Ophelia. (coughs) Excuse me. Mer. How do you say that? Merguaya? Sure. She was the voice of Coco um, in Disney Pixar film. (coughs) She was the grandma. She was abuela. Yeah. Yeah, Mama um, Coco. Mama Coco. Um, she passed away at 90. And then Disney legend Glennis Johns, known for playing Winifred Banks, Mrs. Banks, in the amazing Mary Poppins, has passed away at the age of 100, which is shocking. But then I remember Dick Van Dyke's still alive and dancing around Disney. So. Oh, yeah. And Dick Van Dyke is 93, 95, somewhere, somewhere yeah. in there. Oh, you know what? I think he just turned... 95 because he, he was, was just in the parts for it i'm sorry oh, 98 okay. december 13th turned 98 so that yeah, was, he was, he was in the park the, for his birthday yeah. but yeah. yeah so yep well let's see go. let's hopefully he goes to 108 because he's an amazing man um right. <clears throat> now we're gonna go into the gaming pile a lot of year-end stuff talking about the games of the year um hogwarts legacy Disney Dreamlight Valley and Marvel Snap, as well as Star Wars Jedi Survivor, have been included in the Steam's Best of 2023. Um, how are you liking Dreamlight Valley? It's bad. Uh, well, I say it's bad in a good way because I have, I think, I got it. I bought it Sunday, and I think I already have close to 12 hours on it already. So... It's, it's addicting, dude. It's addicting, and you play it on the Steam Deck, so it's portable. You know, I don't have to be on my computer. Um, it's cool. It's cool when I play it because I'm like, oh, I want to get this quest because the biggest thing I want to do, first of all, is because as a multiplayer function, so you have it, so yep. I can travel to your valley. You can mm-hmm. travel to mine, so I wanted to get that, but it doesn't. You have to work your way and earn the basically portal um on it and it it, it takes a while it takes I mean, a while because some some of the things are like po- eight or ten hours to get to that with doing other quests because you got to do this other quest but it actually affects this one because you're trying to level these guys up mm-hmm. so then you could pass that one to get to pass this one to open up the next one yeah no it's it's cool, and with having that Disney tie, that's cool too. Um, I mean, I had, I had almost four hours in before I realized you can have them go with you, and you earn more points. So, like, yep. um, I the the one thing in the game that's frustrating on Dreamlight Valley is that you have to like earn cash, basically money. So sometimes mm-hmm. you're farming carrots for like an hour. You're just going yep. and farming carrots for an hour over and over. And over again. And then you learn, like you try to make money. Well, I started selling gems. Well, that's the one thing you don't do because you need a bunch of gems in later you're missions. You're going to need so, them later on. Yeah. So I basically have in my house on Dream My Valley, I have 15 chests 
One chest is all di uh, gems. Yeah. One chest is all crafting stuff. And the cool part is in the game, yep. which I do like, that some games don't do this. Like Lego Fortnite, if you have it in a chest and you go to a crafting bench, it's all there for you. It doesn't have it's to all, be on physically. You don't have so, to be. Yep. Same thing it, when you cook as well. Yes. And I, you I realized that can, one. And you can fast travel. It's amazing. Yes. It's it awesome. makes it so much easier. And, and did you know on the fast travels, you don't have to be at a well to go no. anywhere, yep. Yep. but you could move the wells. Yes. And that's how you get to the, the forbidden areas. Right. Or like if you don't have an area opened up or something, yep. you can move it closer to over here or say you're gardening because where you buy the seeds at, they grow faster in that um, I guess you call it realm or whatnot. Yes, yes. So it's like, oh, hold on, wait, no, I'm going to move this well over here because I got a nice little garden patch. Boom, go there, harvest, plant, and then go to Goofy and sell some stuff or whatnot. And the other thing that I liked as well is you could move stuff. You don't like a tree right there? You can move it wherever. Move it. Yep. You know, um, you have a garden spot right here. Oh, I don't want it right there. You, you could, you know, you shovel it once and it makes a little patch so you could plant. You shovel it again, it like it covers it up in grass. Um, and you could put something there. Oh, I don't like it there anymore. I'm going to move. You you can move it around. It's it's awesome. I like that the customization and make it to yourself or there's something that you like in Scrooge McDuck's shop. Oh, you buy it. Oh, I want to put it right there, but I already have something right there. Take it down, put that up. You know, how how, how, how far are you? What characters are you working with right now? Uh, right now I'm working with Ratatouille. Oh, I just um, opened up to Ursula. Oh, you're I'm way ahead of you. How many so, hours do I have on this game, man? Well, I got I, like eight people since Ursula. Right. So what I'm going to work on tonight after this is um, since there's no more plunder. Oh, there isn't. Well, that there you go on that. Yeah. Um, is building storage in my house? Is building boxes? That takes for storage. a that takes a while. I so, built one nice one that holds more, and I usually put like more rare items in there because you're gonna run into a part of it um, when you get scar that takes forever. Because when you get scar, and then you get Olaf. Olaf wants to be friends with everybody, so you're making food for all these people, and it's a pain. You have to catch these fish. Dude, I was Googling, where do I catch a stupid fish at? Because I need uh -oh. one type of fish for yep. Scar. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, man, this is crazy. Yeah. And you gotta no, make, exactly. and my favorite thing to tell people, if you play it, hold lots of apples, hold, lot, hold lots of um, berries. Because those are great for restoring your stamina for digging and doing other things. Yeah, when when you're and they're out also about. readily available in all the bushes around you, especially yep. especially like in the base areas. So yep, yeah, people say that. Or if you are um, have stuff, is make some meals as well that don't take that much, and you could um, eat those as well and open up. I didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah, um, different recipes. And what I didn't know is. It's like, oh, wait, how do I do a recipe for this? Or where do I get this recipe at? And um, so I, I Googled it. Oh, I don't have that. You know, that says, oh, I don't get that later on in the game or something like this. This one piece. Well, it says just start throwing stuff in the pot. You know, you throw lettuce in the pot and you throw cucumbers. You got a salad 
and then it opens up the salad recipe. I'm like, oh, nice. You know, I needed to do some like grilled fish and vegetables. Throw fish in there, a couple of vegetables, boom, a fish sandwich, fish and wheat, <laughs> boom, there you go. I didn't have it unlocked, but you throw the ingredients in there, boom. So you make the fish sandwich, which I had to give to Mickey or uh, Goofy or someone, and I unlocked the recipes. I could, dude, this is awesome. So you just start throwing random stuff in the pot, make it, and unlock the recipe. So it's a fun game. The other games are fun. I, I, I played. I played all of them. Um, my favorite probably would be um, Hogwarts Legacy, just because it was like very completionist for me feeling. Um, Marvel Snap, I was I, I played it, but it's kind of eh. Um, Jedi Survivor, I did complete. I did complete Hogwarts Legacy as well. Jedi Survivor, I didn't go back to and try and complete it more, just because I was like, eh, you know, I just didn't feel it. But um, I will say th- those are good choices for the best, you know, of 2023. Um, right. So actually, <clears throat> just really quick, I know we're kind of getting long here, but. It has it broken down by so top Steam Deck games by daily active players, Elden Ring, Day of the Di- Dave the Diver, Hogwarts Legacy, um, Grand Theft Auto Five, Half Life, Starfield, <clears throat> Cyber Twenties Twenty Seven. There's others in there, and then the most played games by daily active controller players: Call of Duty HQ, Rocket League, FIFA Twenty Three, Hogwarts Legacy, Street Fighter Six, Starfield. NBA 2K23, Apex Legends, and then the top VR exclusive experiences mm. measured by gross revenue, um, Blade and Sorcery, uh, Beat Saber, of course, everyone plays that, Five Nights at Freddy, Half-Life, um, was it the Elder Scrolls V, Into the Radius, and Ghosts of Tabor. So that's pretty cool that they have it, you know, kind of broken down. Well, they keep track quite a bit because um, uh, I know for a fact that Steam does not mess around when it comes to their stuff. So, um, oh yeah, that's good to know. Um, the next one is something that Tim knows a lot about. Uh, Dizzy's Villainous board game is in- introducing a more accessible beginner's format in 2024. <coughs> a new expand alone features King Candy and Shere Khan. Yeah, that's cool. interesting. Buddy of mine looked at it and he said it's, yeah, he said I'll be curious to see because he plays it a lot more than I do. Um, be interesting on what they do when they um, um, come out. Yeah, because I, I want to know what the actual changes are going to be because you never know. They um, uh, a lot of times they'll they'll do certain things and. They make it too easy, but, but yeah, mean, that's what I'm hoping it doesn't do because there was a couple characters that were uh, when the game first came out that were I don't say easy to play, but you were just kind of you know one of them was a King Richard and you just had to get money, so you know it was hard to beat him at times, and now they kind of revamped him or he's got more restrictions on him on getting coins. So it probably also, I bet you it makes it to where someone like me, if I was playing with someone like you for the first time and you know, all the tricks of the trade, I'll have a little bit more of an even playing field. So yep, exactly. Makes sense. 
Um, Star Wars Unlimited team reveals new foil and hyperspace cards in first on-air pack opening. Shares details on gameplay format. Um, they used to have a Star Wars card game a long time ago that I had the cards for that was very close to Pokemon. That I wish I would have kept them because I had them in a tin for the longest time. I'm pretty sure I threw them away. Um, <laughs> but this is cool because, you know, they're trying to get that stuff out there. Um, right. And it, lo- it looks similar to... Lorcana. Yeah. This one, though, had me so excited. 13-year-old Willis Blue Scuddy Gibson is the first person on record in 34 years to do the impossible and beat Tetris for a Nintendo Entertainment System by reaching level 157 and hitting a final kill screen. (coughs) How cool is that? That's crazy, because... There's actually stuff saying from Nintendo that you'll never be able to beat it. Right. So it looks like I'm I'm on um on YouTube right now and it looks like it took um forty two minutes. That's crazy. That's crazy. My eyes start hurting when we play plunder for forty two minutes. Right, exactly. And we don't have to focus that much. No. That's crazy, man. That's that's insane. Well, congrats to you, Blue Scuddy. Um, this one was crazy. Microsoft spends over a billion dollars annually on Game Pass subscription service, which is justified justified by its support for both in-game, big name and indie game studios. Now, I know for a fact that a lot of the benefit is too, is there's a lot of games that come off of Game Pass at a certain point. And you do have to buy it once it's come off if you want to keep playing it. So I know a lot of it has to do with the fact where they're like, hey, look, GTA 5 is coming off. Here, spend 20 bucks. Because mind you, GTA 5 was Mm $49.99 for how long? Like up until like last year. Like it never really dropped in price. It would go on sale every once in a while. But they do get a little bit of a bonus from people buying the games afterwards. But $1 is a lot of money to maintain it and i do know it does help a lot of these indie indie game studios oh yeah this one was interesting because when tim shared it i go it can't be real we're real but the xbox family of appliances has expanded with the xbox series s toaster there you go there you go get your fridge and now you got your toaster hey if people are buying it and you know yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get people that buy it or you um yeah, there you go. Or you I'm make sh- it. I'm showing Tim right now that I have the um the fridge. Wait. Oh my god, this isn't the fridge. That's this the actual the, console. That's the actual console. The fridge is under the <laughs> desk. The fridge is under the desk. Okay. But I mean, with it, you know, you make a limited number of it, and you know, when it's sold out, it's sold out. Well, a lot of times they just make more. That's what they did with the the fridge. The fridge they sold out the first Christmas. The next Christmas they sold out again, and then they just said, "Oh, you know what? Fine, we'll just make some more." So they've been making them like they make the consoles. Right, exactly. I mean, you kind of dabble out there. Yeah, it says Xbox Mini fridge launched twenty twenty one, sold out almost immediately. Released an updated version of the. 
of the fridge that is still available for purchase today. <clears throat> so, yep. and if for 40 bucks, hey, there you go. Yep. Um, next, the Nintendo's Switch 2 is predicted to arrive in 2024 at a $400 price tag. I don't, I, the, I have the original Switch um, that has the Joy-Con drift, so I had to buy a new set of, of uh, Joy-Cons, the sticks, um, after, like, I think, like, three years. Um, it's a known problem, whatever. They try to fix it with the OLED screen, I believe, one. But for 400 bucks, I'll, I could buy the first-gen Steam Deck if I was looking for another handheld console. So I don't see what the benefit is going to be because you can emulate the Steam Deck to play every single Nintendo game ever played. Um, it's a little bit more advanced, but I'll buy a Steam Deck and be able to watch Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus on my Steam Deck, whereas it doesn't do that much. I see it as a positive for parents to have kids that maybe want a bigger screen, whatever. But um, at 400 bucks, that's a little bit above my price range. Right. For... For what it does exactly um and lastly in the gaming pile this is a, this is entertainment but gaming south park's world of warcraft episode has been hailed as the best video game episode of tv ever and i agree and the name of the episode was make love not warcraft uh-huh. the title of it. amazing came out of the created the best cosplay ever of the the gamer dude who sadly has passed away, um, he was amazing. He won BlizzCon hands down the year that he did that. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. So when do you think that episode first aired? Or or I, I don't need like a specific date, but like the year. Two thousand two. Six October fourth. Oh six. Okay, that makes sense. It was the hundred forty seventh overall episode first aired. Comedy Central, October 4th, 2006. One of the best episodes ever of TV. Which is crazy. I mean, that's coming up on almost 20 years. And you would think with everything that's come out game-wise since then, like a another South Park episode or a Simpsons episode, Family Guy, like any of those episodes. But, but I get you got to think, though, is South Park's really the only one that truly goes after people specifically? Um like well, I know and Seth, Seth MacFarlane's not really afraid to offend anyone, but I don't exactly that's that's, that's that's the that's the other thing too is how crude they get in it where the Simpsons isn't gonna be that that type of crude. Correct. So, so but it is an awesome episode. It is, and you know, whenever it's on, I do watch it. Right. What the heck so, was that? Good for them. Exactly. Um in other um, other amusement park news, Universal Orlando no longer offering paper theme park maps as of January 1st. They're gone. They're gone. So they are 100% directing you to your phone. Which I get it. And so, mind you, so did you see the crazy thing? Oh, I don't know if you put it on here on the Walt Disney World thing. Um... <coughs> Uh, no, you didn't put it on here. So, um, they're doing that because this is what's insane. So Magic Kingdom, Disney World, um, they have the fireworks for New Year's Eve. And I guess they do, like, it's like a little bit extra for New Year's Eve. 
they sent out alerts to everyone who had the app on their phone saying that the only place to watch fireworks available was Frontierland, Adventureland, oh. and Tomorrowland. Yeah, because Main Street that, was already so packed. Exactly. And I go, that's it. That's awesome. Because what if yeah. what if I forget? You know, sometimes you're walking, like Tim's probably experienced this. You're walking down Main Street and you're like, oh, the parade almost starts. Because you lose track of time when you go so many times. You don't right. think about time when you're there. Um, and so you're like, oh, man, where can I sit? And if you had seen that, Tim would go, oh, you know what? Let's head over to Adventureland. They got benches or whatever over there. It might be packed, but we'll find a place to sit. So right. <laughs> I think going to the app is is kind of perfect. I like that. Well, yes, but now it's, I mean, it's 100% on the app. And I, you know, I get it. You could get, hey, war on my app, you know, with the map, you could be. I'm I'm here. Am I over there? Okay, which is this way, that way, that way? You know, you get confused or on your phone. Boom! I'm right here. We need to go that way. Why? Because that shop is right here, and that's the way we we need to need to go. Well, uh, let's just I, let's just hope that they have enough bandwidth when it's a very packed day to make right. it work. Well, that and a lot of out of country people that use Wi-Fi or whatnot. Like you said, the bandwidth deal on that um, when it's packed. And the other thing is, is that's a nice, cheap, easy souvenir as well. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. but I mean, it's it's a matter of time. So if they had January, December 31st, they had a kiosk with paper uh, maps. January 1, they had a kiosk there and it was a QR code that would send you to brilliant. the website. That's brilliant. So there you go. And you could even with the QR code, you could even do an interactive map if you wanted to. So they eventually developed an interactive map. You could do that almost like right. the wait time map on Disney's app. That's crazy. Yep. Um, there's a new SpongeBob SquarePants, Sandy Cheeks, Loungefly, Mini Backpack at Universal Orlando Resort. And Universal Orlando Premier Annual Pass holders are required to make reservation to use complimentary Halloween Horror Nights tickets in 2025, which... I don't see why you wouldn't do that. If it's complimentary, it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't do that. Right. So I wonder if they were having too many people. Like you said, Halloween Horror Nights. Ooh, I'm going to go Halloween and oh, complimentary pass. And you just had a whole bunch of people, you know, descend on them on maybe those some part, particular key nights with complimentary passes. <laughs> you can't keep track of that. Where now it's like, oh, That's nope. Cool. You need to make a reservation because if you had somebody that doesn't have a complimentary pass and is sitting there and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, why is this so long? These lines so long. It's like, oh, because everyone that got the complimentary pass is here because it's a popular day. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Just keep I'm track. It's just... I'm, I'm surprised they weren't doing that sooner, honestly. Right. <laughs> well, and with that, start going into you know like disneyland and i doubt they will because universal doesn't want to they want to one up disney so they're not going to go to a reservation system yeah that's true especially since disney's starting to get rid of it well yep. disney world i should say mm -hmm. um next uh in the disney pile we have the general section which i have no idea what the heck this is it, so apparently people go around hiding little rubber ducks on cruise ships. Um, I don't, that was an article I was looking at, and I didn't. I don't know. I read it. I read it. Apparently it's a thing on all these cruise lines. You hide rubber ducks. And 
somebody I saw one. It was on the Disney Wish, and they had like a card. It said, "You found me on the Disney Wish with the duck." And I'm like, "What the heck is this?" So and is it all cruise lines or just specifically Disney? All, all. <laughs> People weird. say they do them on all of them, and that Disney has banned um, this from happening. They didn't give a reason. Um, I'm assuming it probably has to do with someone was probably being stupid and was trying to get in to someone's room or do it or something stupid because they're saying in the, you can't do it in public areas. So I guess you could do it in your own room for your kids or something. I don't know. I don't understand the phenomenon. Um, I got ducked on my Jeep the other day and I was like, I don't, don't even understand what this is. So, so you took a video of you running it over. No, it's on my dash because the kid likes the ducks. So, um, Disney Resorts Abroad, new castle projection show coming to Tokyo Disneyland, 20th anniversary parade planned for Hong Kong Disneyland. There you go. So, let's do it. Um, EOR calms guests during earthquake warning at Tokyo Disneyland, which that was a big one. That was a big earthquake, and they showed the, the streets were breathing. And, um, it's so bad that uh, Shohei Otani and the Dodgers are each donating a, a million dollars to relief there. So um, pray That's for all of them. Yearly, he's donating half his yearly salary. Yeah, good for him. He's gonna get he's gonna get fifty times that in advertisements from electronics <laughs> companies in Japan everywhere so. else, right? Uh, Pixie Hollow, Arendelle Castle, and Elsa's Ice Palace visible at Fantasy Springs in Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, oh. And Tower of Terror transforms into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout during New Year's Eve display at Disneyland Paris. Um, the rumor I heard is that they don't want to pay the family of um, the guy that voices the character for um, Twilight Zone. Oh, um, yeah. And the family of uh, who's Alfred Hitchcock is the one that did Twilight Zone, right? I think so. Um because they pay royalties for all of that. So you you don't want to do it. Yeah, Rod so. Sterling was the narrator. Yeah, so they're paying his family. Um, apparently they asked, like, would he would they be able to waive it? But, um, yeah, no. So uh, congratulations to them getting the Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess. It looks uh, pretty cool. I mean, it's just and I mean, mapping over, but it looks it looked cool. But, I mean, they also have... Um, you know, Avengers Campus over there too. So, correct. Now on to Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World multiple parks Genie Plus option sells out for on its own for the first time, which we figured that'd be coming because it's going crazy. And there's this, been like with our last one too, multiple days of multiple parks selling yep. out too. So, um, this new. this one is crazy. Um, free dining plan offer for Disney Plus subscribers at Walt Disney World Resort. But there's a catch. But wait, (laughs) there's a catch. So when they purchase a non-discounted four-day, I mean, sorry, four-night, four-day Walt Disney, of course, a pop-up, Walt Disney Travel Company package with the room at a select Disney Resort hotel and a theme park ticket with a park hopper option. So this offer is available for most nights, Walt Disney World, from July 1 to September 30th. I mean, it's still not bad. So, no, ex- exactly. But, you know, but you, you have to pick and choose what you want. 
do you want the free dining plan or do you want if you could get it you know a discounted room and i guess you got to weigh which one um would save you more or hey you know what we're gonna i don't want to worry about dining so get the dining package or yeah i'm gonna save more on the room and we could figure figure it out because we'll just snack during the day and then have like one decent sized meal so but i mean i don't know which hotels are not participating in it probably the good neighbor ones well yeah that's not in the disneyland resort but i mean it has a lot of them on it on the list so whatever (laughs) well fingers crossed um that uh everyone who wants to enjoy it enjoys it right but i mean that is is pretty cool mm-hmm. um next roundup rodeo barbecue eliminates side choices for guests you now get a set menu at toy story land resort i bet you they had a lot of people wasting food yeah either that or there were some sides that nobody would order and if they kind of you know make them in the morning and they just sit there or whatever it is it could be tough where it's like you know what and especially with barbecue you know you're going to have some sites that probably don't go well with it that they may may have so hey here it is and if you like it you like it if not well then don't get the sides i'm i'm uh okay with this just for the simple fact that it's probably going to make everything more smooth and general for everyone else too yeah. Um, next, new tote bag in celebration of Luminous, the Symphony of Us, nighttime spectacular is available at Epcot. A lot of stuff for sale. We have a new 90s throwback Mickey and Co. collection at Walt Disney World. A new I Love You and I Know Star Wars Spirit jersey has arrived at Disney World. Oh, I need that for the wife and me. Um, and they got you because you have to buy two. They have to buy two. Yeah, that's crazy. Too bad I couldn't get a discount from Shop Disney for that. Right. Um, Doc loses his face as projections fail on Star Seven Dwarfs Mind Train and Magic Kingdom. I mean, what's new? So, and of course, their faces, they're not, um, they're screens. So yes. it just went black, but it's weird because you can still see how like his glasses and his nose and whatnot there because that's not part of the projection. That's part of like the the 3D on it. So mm, it looked, yeah, it looked interesting. Yeah, um, I know that like uh, Connor says it happens all the time. Like it's it's all the time it happens. Right. And the only thing that stinks is if it was like an actual animatronic face, he just wouldn't be moving just since it's a, just it's, since yeah. it's a screen. His it's black, like his beard's still <laughs> there, his nose, um, and his his nose is colored because um, it's not part of the screen, and his glasses are there, but everything else is is black. Well then, yeah, not good. Um, New Crocs look just like Spaceship Earth at Epcot, which, hey, they're good at that. We have a new Turkey Leg t-shirt at Walt Disney World. We have a new Zootopia Popsicle, paw, like a paw, sickle, right. Pandora Charm at Walt Disney World. 
Um, Genie Plus sells out for the first time this year. <laughs> and, and it was yeah. January 2nd when it sold January out. So 2nd. it was. Uh, there you go. Uh, Took yep. two days. Two days. Uh, new Disney Vacation Club Lounge coming to Walt Disney World, which has been kind of ex- people are excited about that one. I know that. And that's going to be a new construction. It's not taking over something else like it did at Disneyland, which yes. surprised me. Yeah. Um, all of Walt Disney World road closure. Oh, all the Walt Disney World road closures for 2024. Walt Disney World uh, Marathon weekend. They, they announced them. But um, it's crazy because I know you should be able. I think you can actually look them up ahead of time. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll have I mean, it'll have the routes of the races. And then um, I think you have to go to a separate website, maybe to see the road closures or whatnot on it. So and that's for uh, this weekend. Oh yeah, it is this weekend. I saw people in the Roosevelt's page picking up their cat packets today for Disney World. So good luck to everybody going doing that. Right. Um, cabins at Fort Wilderness will be the first pet-friendly Disney Vacation Club resort, which is not a surprise because, I mean, come on. Well, and especially it being in the cabins where there are more, um, your rooms are right not not next to each other. You have your own little personal space, and it's out in the woods so if your dog or cat or pet or whatever needs to <laughs> use the facilities you don't need to take it out of the uh, you know out of the building down a hallway down the escalator you know down the stairs <laughs> elevator and outside it's you walk out the front door and there you go yeah um this one's crazy a stuck shoe shuts down busy escalator again at the land pavilion in epcot um they gotta stop people from doing this. Gotta keep man. those Crocs on. Something, man. I am not wearing Crocs when we go uh, coming up, but um, I'll make sure I don't get my um, my feet stuck because that's not gonna be good. <laughs> right. Um, panel falls on Carousel of Progress in Magic Kingdom. That thing is just falling apart. The carousel of progress. They've had animatronic malfunctions. Everything is just going haywire there. Right. Squirrels in there. The squirrels are kind of fun. Right. Um, long wait times at Disney's Hollywood studios after Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway failed to open. So that's so the only, <laughs> the only reason I put that in there is when a big ride like that, especially that a lot of people rope drop to um, and we've seen it both in California adventures and in Disneyland, like when before making Minnie's uh, runaway railway was built, everyone was rope dropping to um, rise the resistance. Well, when that wouldn't open because it's a trackless ride and sometimes it takes longer to open, you see within the half hour of the park opening all of a sudden, Oh, why are these rides so high? Shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And you look, oh, Rise of the Resistance isn't closed. So they go to, you could put like a radius around the closest rides, and that's where everyone goes to. Um, same thing with Mickey Minnie's uh, Railway <laughs> in Disneyland. Uh, obviously, same at Disney World. And then the other one is is Radiator Springs. Um, same thing with that, where all of a sudden you start seeing it's like, oh, wait, 
why is Luigi's have like almost an hour wait and Mater's has like 45 yep. minutes? And you look, oh, that's why, because Racers is down. Um, used to be, you know, Web Slingers, but that lasted about a, maybe a week um, on it. So it just, you know, if if there's longer ride wait times than what it normally is, look and see what's down in that area. And I guarantee it is probably a bigger ride um, on it. Yeah, so uh, good luck to them when they don't get that open. Um, Magic Kingdom guest reportedly arrested after punching cast member. Oh. Yep, at the monorail, at the uh, from a monorail station. You guys need to chill. Need to chill. Um, yeah. And and last for the Walt Disney World pile, the remains of women missing for twelve years found just outside of Walt Disney World property. That sounds worse than what it is. It's a lot of swampish land around Disney yep. World. So you would there's a lot of spots you wouldn't find nothing for a long time. Right, exactly. And I guess what did it is I don't know if they reopened the investigation that's been going on. It the cops gave whatever the search team was like the last ping off of a cell phone tower and then they went there, which you would think twelve years you would have done that a long time ago. <laughs> and they found the minivan at the bottom of a swamp and led to that so that'll do it to you yep well i guess the nice thing is is closure for the family uh i agree 100 percent um now going into disneyland resort uh disneyland resort magic key sales are resuming next week on january 10th <coughs> they don't say which ones are going to resume being sold all of them um, it is all of them all of them yep and they expect the highest one to probably sell out within a day, maybe two days or sell out or be open for that long. So it says um, they go on January 10th, no earlier than nine o'clock. So um, be ready, get in the queue and you have to keep when you're in the queue, you have to maintain that page, stay open. So you need an Internet connection, um, a good Internet connection. And it's not like, oh, hey um i'm on my home computer now i'm gonna go to work and go back in nope as soon as you exit out you leave your spot in the queue so i know when i did it took about um how long did it take 9 10 11 12 about four hours to do it so and i know there was multiple people it took days so if you don't get in um the first day leave the window open because they'll basically pause the queue and then reopen it the next morning but if you're still in the queue you won't lose your spot the next morning it just whatever spot you're in they it'll just go from there so well, don't think good. at midnight it's like oh man i'm not going to get it <laughs> and then before you had 10 minutes to complete your transaction hmm. well that's um that's good for those that want to do it because i know it's um it's 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 high demand right now, especially because um, I think they're everyone's assuming that fairly soon enough they're going to stop the reservations. You know, they're usually right. about six months behind Disney World. So. Right, exactly, which would be nice, would be nice. Um, first, look at Pixar Pixar Fest sculptures coming to main street usa and disneyland they look cool it is what it is right um 
Inside out emotional whirlwind down for refurbishment from January 22nd to February 9th. Man, I pick in the good weekend to go because I'm going to be there the 19th. Everything's closing the 22nd. Yeah. <laughs> Haunted Mansion, inside out, man. I, I, and Haunted Mansion's I'm, going down for almost like a year. Yep. So, and then lastly, Autotopia car derails at Disneyland. And it was insane because it fully was off the tracks. Yeah. And fun fact on that, because obviously, well, it wasn't fully off the track. The back end was off the track, but the front end was still on it. Correct. The, the guide rail isn't in the middle of the car. It's on the front of the car. Right. So just so you know, I thought it was in the middle of the car. No. Yeah, I, I knew that because if you check it. I think it slides a little bit on the front of the car, so you have yeah. movement. But when you get kind of squirrely and you gun it, you can feel the back end's pretty loose. So, Yeah. And then uh, really quick, lastly, and I don't know why I didn't put it in here because everyone is all up in arms about it, um, that Pirates of the Caribbean is going to start oh. to get on uh, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane on it, or Genie Plus Lightning Lane. So their reasoning was is because Splash Mountain is getting the refurb to Tiana's Bayou. And then, like you said, January 22nd, uh, Haunted Mansion is going down for them to redo the queue area and build the shop out in front. Uh, and that's going dark. And they think that's, I think, um, isn't going to come open until Halloween time the following year or this year, I mm-hmm. guess it would be. Um so that way they go down so they can keep the decorations up. Um, they may take the ones outside down just to keep it, or they may just throw walls up. Who knows um, on that? But the reasoning they said was because of those rides going down, <laughs> and both of them have Genie Plus on them, is that they're going to put that on it. So it's going to be for a limited time. But like what one of the bloggers was saying when I was listening to um, – him on on his uh on his youtube channel is okay if that's true then when haunted mansion comes up because it's going to come up before tiana's bayou adventure then that means pirates should come off of it because if it was going to go on um if it was going to stay on there or come on earlier then it would have gone on when Tiana's went i mean when splash mountain went down okay so right so like right now where we stand there's one raid down over there. Well, now there's going to be two raids down over there, and that's when pirates come online at John G Plus. Well, so then when one raid opens over there, means one raid's still down. Yep. So then that means pirates come off of Genie Plus, and if it doesn't, then <laughs> it's basically, um, you know, Disney's po- you know, Disney's ploy on it mm. because. We've already seen what it did to Little Mermaid, and even though that is a big people eater, what used to be a 10-minute has now turned into a 20-30 minute ride. Um, and same thing with Pirates, it is a people eater. It will increase and won't increase as much as some other rides, but the other thing is, is they're now forcing you to get Genie Plus on that so you could go on to those yeah. rides. Yeah. Um they're for, they're forcing your hand on it which you know is normally a 15 minute now turn in could turn into a 45 minute because 
um, he was saying there was one time and he counted it in Space Mountain Mountain. They let a hundred lightning lane people through before they let one standby person through. Yep. So there you go. And then I was listening to another guy and he was on Little Mermaid. And there's three people that came up, three different parties that came up with people in wheelchairs and they and they were lightning lane. They loaded all three guests with the wheelchairs on to Little Mermaid. And granted, like that one, you have to stop for them to get the stop the ride for them to get on it um, before they let any of the standby in. And like the guy says, you could probably let 40 to 50 people in in between because you got to get them out of the wheelchair and kind of walk them on whatnot. You know, and as you're getting out of the wheelchair, okay, come, come, okay, stop. Let the per- let them in. Okay, come on, come on, stop. And it's like, no, they completely stopped the line for, and nothing against people in wheelchairs or anything like that. I'm just saying it takes time, but in between the time that they've got the one person on and that next group came up, you could let people on, but they were so set on getting those lightly named peoples in because, hey, they take priority. They paid for it. There's going to be no wait for them that you could have let standby in. So it stinks because they force your hand to basically pay to play. Yep. Or before the old system, hey, there was max pass, but you still had the free fast pass. Now, granted, you had to go to the ride to get it. But if you don't want to pay for it, you could still get it. Or now... No more. Yep. So I know when Tim found out, I was actually um, playing games with Tim when he found out about them doing the Genie Plus for Pirates, and he was not happy. Yeah, it's just, it's. Yep. It, it costs more, and they're forcing it on you if you want to get through the parks. Um and the other thing is, is with Max Pass, you could go on multiple rides multiple times. And this, it's only one time. So you have to strategically do it. So it costs more and you get less out of it. Does it make sense? Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. And like, so we're going to have to do Lightning Lane probably for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway when we go, depending on the crowds. Um, so it's yeah. all about planning it out. I mean, the one good thing about Mickey, like, or Lightning Lane, if there's one ride you have to get the kid on, you know, there's a lot of options. So we'll see. I will report back once we go. That won't be for another two weeks. So, um, well, and uh, the the time that you go, it shouldn't be that bad. And hopefully Mickey Minis, you could get a a good time to to get back there. Exactly. So. Well, that's all we got for you this week. We want to thank everyone who comes through, everyone who likes, shares, listens. It's greatly appreciated. Um, For the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.